Have you ever wondered how many times to follow up with your inquiries so that you're showing that you're professional and you're eager for them to hire you, but you're not being annoying? In today's episode, we're going to talk about your inquiry and your follow-up process and how to use this so that you know exactly what to say and how to follow up so you can book more photography clients. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full time. Students learn this through the beauty and birth photography certification and through marketing school for photographers. Friends, welcome back to another episode. We took a little bit of a break on the podcast last year and something funny happened. Not funny, actually. All of our reviews disappeared. So if you're somebody who has previously left the show a review, or maybe you're an avid listener, but you haven't left the podcast a review yet, it would mean so much to me if we could boost those reviews back up to show people that the podcast is back, it is here, and it is staying. It would mean so much to me. If you head over to thebeautyandbirth.com slash podcast, I can walk you through exactly how to leave a review on iTunes, because iTunes can make it a little bit tricky. I walk you through step-by-step how to do that. I would so, so appreciate it. So today we are talking about how you can book more clients with your inquiry follow-up. So whether or not that you book this client might very well come down to if and how you follow up. And if you're like a lot of photographers, and honestly, like I used to be for years, we kind of treat inquiries like this delicate flower. Like if we make one wrong move, we're going to crush it and go out of business forever. And that is a lot of pressure, right? So before we get into how to book more clients with your follow-up, it's so important to remember that even though maybe inquiries are slow for you right now, right? It doesn't mean that they're always going to be slow. And so sometimes whenever inquiries are slow, we feel like, oh my gosh, I finally got an inquiry. I have to treat this perfectly so that they hire me. And that's so much stress and that's so much pressure. So even if things are slow for you right now, inquiries are kind of slow for you right now, just remember that that does not mean it is always going to be that way. It's important to treat inquiries with respect and have a plan for responding and following up, right? Like we don't want to just willy nilly go into it, but don't overthink it to the point that you're massively stressing out about responding the right way and following up the right way. So what is the follow up? The follow up is after you have sent the initial response to their inquiry and you're following up, like they haven't said that they want to book yet. And so you're just checking back in. That is what I mean by follow up. Now, I want you to think about if this sounds like you. Do you feel awkward when it comes to following up because you don't want to be a bother or you don't want to be annoying or maybe you just don't even know what to say or you're assuming that the client thinks that you're too expensive and that's why they haven't responded. 
Do any of those sound familiar? I know for me, I used to think like, oh, well, if they didn't respond on my initial response, it means that they think I'm too expensive. And I felt awkward following up because it felt like I was forcing them to book with me or something. But there are so many reasons a client might not respond to your inquiry email right away. Like that first response, there's so many reasons why they might not have responded. Like maybe they need to wait till their spouse gets home and they need to talk about it. Or maybe they had a kid pulling at their leg and they haven't even read your response all the way through yet. Or maybe it went to their spam folder. Like there are so many reasons other than they don't want to book with you because you're too expensive that might be causing them not to respond to you right away. Imagine the flip side of that. Imagine you do decide to follow up in the ways that we're going to talk about today in this episode and clients actually thank you for following up and they're booking with you. Imagine you're the only photographer out there that out of all the photographers they emailed actually followed up. Like, how does that make you look compared to your competition? Diligent, trustworthy, professional, 100% absolutely. I want to give you a personal example. At the start of the year, I told myself that if I accomplished a goal, I would treat myself to a 90-minute massage. Now, I love getting massages, but it's not something that I do very often, so I don't have like a regular massage person that I always contact. So a few days after I set this massage goal as my reward, I got a text from a massage therapist that I used literally back in like 2019. She was just saying hi and checking in. And honestly, y'all, I completely forgot about her until I got that text. Like when I used her five years ago, she did a great job and she was really professional, but I went out of town right after my session with her. And it was honestly just so long ago that I forgot about her. So when I was planning for this massage, this person wasn't even in my head until she texted me. And sidebar, if she had had an email list or something that I had been added to, I wouldn't have forgotten about her, but that's another conversation. Email list is another conversation for another day. So following up, even five years later, can book you a client. I was not annoyed by her text. I was like, oh yeah, she did a great job. I'm totally going to use her again. And I'm glad that she texted me. So I'm sure you can probably think of a similar story in your own life where you wanted to hire someone for something and you just kind of forgot or lost track of time, right? The follow-up is so powerful for small businesses. So let's talk about four things that you can do to book more clients with your inquiry follow-up. First of all, respond within 12 hours. The first response that you're sending to their inquiry is obviously the most important and everything else is built on that. So how quickly are you responding to their first initial inquiry? I'll never forget when I worked very closely with another birth photographer and we both got an inquiry from the same client, but we didn't know it. And I responded and she responded and I never heard back from the inquiry. So I asked her, I said, Hey, did you ever hear from Jane Smith? Because I sent her my rates and she didn't respond. And the other photographer said, Oh, uh, yeah, she booked with me. She said she went with the other photographer because she was the first to respond. And I learned a big time lesson. This was a long time ago. And I still clearly remember this because I missed that client just because I didn't respond quickly. Now, this does not mean that you need to 
have your notifications turned on for your email and, and Instagram and Facebook DMs so that you don't miss up. Like it's not a scarcity thing. It really is just looking at how and when are you responding to that initial response? Like, do you have maybe some kind of auto responder set up or do you have a consistent method or template so that it makes it easy for you to respond whenever you see that inquiry come in? So not only are you looking at how quickly you're responding to that initial inquiry, but also how are you responding to that initial inquiry? Is it the way that you want to communicate or the way that they want to communicate? I know a lot of photography educators like to talk about the best way to respond to inquiries and, oh, it's to schedule a consult or it's to get them on the phone or it's to be the first one to email them back or DM them if they DM'd you first, et cetera. But really looking at the fact that some people like talking on the phone, some people prefer text, some people like email, some even like video messages sent with something like Loom. I have seen some photographers record a video in their studio showing clients around and explaining their process. Like, how cool is that? Like a virtual consultation. So when we're talking about how to book more clients with a follow-up, it starts with the first response that you send to the inquiry and how quickly you're responding and how you're responding. So what happens immediately after they inquire with you? They're going to be sent to some kind of form submitted or thank you page, right? Like they fill out the contact form and it redirects them to something. So let me ask you, after a client inquires, what happens? Does the form just refresh and their page simply says, thanks, form submitted? I can almost guarantee you that is what is happening with most photographers. So how instead can you send them to a page that tells them what to expect next? Like guys, this is when they are the most excited to hear from you and learn about what you have to offer. So if you're just sending them something that says, thanks, the form has been submitted, that is pretty underwhelming, right? So how can you send them to a page that tells them what to expect next? Like when can they expect to hear from you? And what should they do while they wait? Do you have something that you want them to see or know before you get their response? Or do you have an automatic response going immediately? So maybe you wanna direct them to their email and say, hey, you've got an email waiting from me, right? They are very likely to follow the steps that you lay out for them on this page, because like I said, this is when they are the most excited to hear from you. So give this page a lot of thought. Okay, so we've talked about the timing of that initial response. We've talked about the thank you page or like what you're sending them to after they fill out that form. And now I want to talk about that inquiry response. Okay. So the inquiry response should answer their questions that they had if they asked any and really focus on the experience of booking with you. A lot of times photographers are so fixated on the price that we just send over a pricing sheet and like cross our fingers and hope we're not too expensive and wait to hear back. There's a lot of opportunity in this first response to build a connection with the inquiry. And of course, share pricing and share about how the session works and all of that good stuff. But really, I hope that you'll look at this inquiry response as a way to build a connection with this person, not just sending them over facts, right? For example, if someone inquires about a newborn session, what are some non-price features or benefits that you can highlight in the response. 
I'm going to say that again. What are some non-price features or benefits that you can highlight in the response? So it's not just, hey, I have availability for your due date. Here's my pricing PDF. Let me know if you want a book, right? Do you go to them for the session? Do you offer hair and makeup? Do you have a wardrobe? Do you have a lot of experience as a photographer? Are you a pro when it comes to handling toddlers and older siblings? These are things that make you and your process and your session unique and valuable. So definitely highlight those things more than the price in your response. Highlight the non-price features and benefits more than the price itself. And honestly, don't hate me when I say this, okay? But if they gave you a phone number, the best way to build rapport is gonna be to call them. And I know talking on the phone is not my favorite either. I really try to avoid it at all costs. But something shifts when someone hears your voice and your tone. And I guarantee most photographers are not doing this. They're just emailing over a price sheet. So it is yet another way that you can stand out in this whole process. I actually have a little gift for you. I am giving you my portrait session phone script. You can head over to taviaredburn.com slash script, and I'm going to give you the exact questions and flow that I use on the phone with clients. And again, if it's not your favorite thing, trust me, it's not my favorite thing either, but there really is some magic in getting people on the phone or in person and having an actual conversation with them and taking it offline and getting to hear their voice and them getting to hear yours really create something magical. And again, most photographers are not willing to do this. So if you're looking to stand out, this is a way to stand out. Okay, so we've got the inquiry response down, right? So what about the follow-up? What is this magical follow-up process? You've responded in a timely fashion. You've sent them to a proper thank you page and you've responded with more than just your price. Now, maybe it's been a day or two and you haven't heard back right? So what do you do? Like we already talked about, we're not going to assume that we're too expensive. And that is why we haven't heard back, right? So don't feel bad about following up. Think about the example I gave you before with my massage therapist and how it's been five years and I kind of forgot about her. And her text reminded me that she existed and that I want to use her again, right? Don't feel badly about follow up. So I follow up three times over the course of a couple of weeks. So that means that after that initial email is sent or phone call is had, I follow up three times. And the reason I follow up three times is because I cannot tell you how many times on that final follow-up the client will book. It's crazy. Maybe they've barely said anything through the entire process and I'm just sending them the templated emails that we have. And then the last email they say, Thank you so much for following up. I'm so sorry I haven't gotten back to you. Yes, we really want to book with you. Here is an important tip for the follow-up. So if you've drifted, come back to me. I'm going to tell you what we write in our follow-up emails, okay? Anytime I send anyone an email, even if it's a sales email or I'm asking them to book or I'm following up, I want there to be value in that email. And the value might be as simple as directing them to a free resource, like a blog post that I have, or sharing a little nugget of useful information in the email, or making them feel comforted or better about the process in some way. So the follow-up emails are not just, hey, reminding you about this. Hey, are you still interested? They're more like, hey, 
I know a lot of moms are concerned about XYZ when it comes to hiring a newborn photographer, which is why I created this blog post to answer that question. Or I made this freebie PDF that you can download that might help with XYZ, et cetera, et cetera. So yes, I am reminding them to book in those follow-up emails, but I'm also giving value. And the follow-up emails do not have to be long. Really, my goal is to get in front of them again with some value and say like, hey, I'm still here. Remember how you inquired with me? Also, here's something really cool that might help you so that they get used to seeing my emails and knowing that they're valuable and that I am someone who is valuable and can help them. And that's a lot better than leaning on my price or my low price or just talking about price all the time, right? So like we talked about, Whether or not you book a client can often come down to how you respond and how you follow up. So remember to use these tips to respond quickly and in a unique way and follow up multiple times while giving value each time. If you are a birth photographer, I have my client email workflow available in my shop at thebeautyandbirth.com slash shop so you can get the exact emails that I use for my inquiry response and follow up. I also have my phone script that you can download for free, and it's the checklist of questions that I ask when having a phone consult for a portrait session. Head over to taviaredburn.com slash script, or the link is in the show notes as well. Now, if you don't want this episode to be over quite yet, I have kind of a follow-up episode that I think you're going to really like. It's episode 145, where I'll walk you through how to audit your inquiry process. And my friend, remember, if you have a passion, it's not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, it is there for a reason. And I hope that you'll get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.